Need a break from the horrifying reality of real life? Well, do we have a sexy deal for you. Go to adamandeve.com and use our special code HORROR for 50% off almost any item and free shipping. That's H-O-R-R-O-R at checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Order now and get ready to... Hello, everybody. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of I'm Horrified. I'm Horrified, the only show where you listen to two women talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's the only, we're the only one. <laughs> we invented that format. I don't know if you guys yeah. realize that. We each pick a topic and we discuss it in a contra- contrasting manner. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, welcome to episode 79. 79. We're getting close to... 80, which isn't even really that big of a milestone, but it's, I don't know, the the fives and the zeros feel really exciting. I know, you you get excited about fives, especially. I love, fi- like, 25. Yeah. 75. Oh, we just had 75. I don't know if I was... 105. Excited about it. Which we'll reach someday. 100 will be really exciting. Should I we think. do something extra special for 100? We always say this on the air, like, what should we do for blah, 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 <laughs> and then we end up doing... We, we've like We've half done a the couple times. things. Yeah. We did a drunk episode on New Year's. We did. What, will it be like around Christmas or anything for episode 100? No, that's too far away. We'll have to plan out when it's going to be. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do another drunk episode. That was fun for, for 100, none oh, of no. us. Oh my God. The thing that you guys don't know about us is that we're... I mean, no, you do know this about us. We've said how we're old withered crones. Yeah, I've mentioned we, it. We can't drink anymore. No. We can't go out on the town. Never. We're too old. We're, We're too just withered. too old. We're both 25 years of I age. Know. There are some people who are like 26 listening to this podcast and they're like, fuck you guys. Well, I mean, there's plenty of 30-year-olds who are more spry than we are. Oh, just, too true. We're just sleepy booze. Crone is in the heart is what I've always <laughs> believed. Crone is in the heart. Ah. Ah. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain sort of... I don't know, woodland witch, <laughs> swamp queen element that we've always just sort of had. I love swamp queen for us. We're sleepy hoes. I we know. We can't help it. I'm thinking about, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, hit musical Once Upon a Mattress, um, but the princess in that, Princess Win- Winifred, comes from a swamp. Uh, and now I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. I can be her. You can be a spooky witch and I'll be a, a talkative swamp princess. I have some spell books. Yeah, I know you do. I bought you, you one. You bought me them, yeah. yeah I so. bought you at least them and the tarot cards. You guys know how many crystals I have. Um, I can see two just from where I'm, I'm sitting. I'm visiting Salem soon. Oh, exciting. With, um, my boyfriend's mother. Hi, Claire. She's, she listens. Hi, Claire. She knows. So we're planning a trip to Salem, at which point my powers will be at their height. Yes. I'll be, I'll be close to the source of magic. <laughs> Absolutely true. Can just... And what that means for me is that I just, I buy a lot of, like, throw pillows. Yeah. Even yeah. more crystals. From local makers. <laughs> it's great. Um, but we should get to what we're going to talk about this week. Should we? We should. Yes. You know the show. Um, I'm up first this week. Woo! I'm going to talk about The Exorcist. Ooh, we're kicking off spooky season we're right. kicking off spooky season. And Sam, what are you going to talk about? I bet, it better be spooky. It's pretty spooky. It's uh, the vaping epidemic that's hitting our youth. Oh. <laughs> Grab your pearls so you can clutch them. <laughs> um, I don't know how serious. It could be very serious. I have no idea. I don't know. Chris has been, um, my partner Chris, who's a journalist, has been covering a lot of what's going down with vaping in Massachusetts specifically. Yeah. a lot has been going down. I don't know how you, how much you're going to talk about 
What's I'm, happening statewide? Not much, but Chris yeah. and I just had a fascinating conversation about it. Yeah, uh, I was researching yeah. and you guys were just talking about vaping. Um, just two bros vaping. Two bros. Vape talk. Vape talk. That should be our next podcast, Vape Talk. <laughs> that should be your and Chris's podcast. I would love that. Vape and it talk. sounds like it's a chill vape podcast, but we're actually both very concerned. Yeah, you're just talking about, you We're know, trying to lure in kids to listen, like, and then halfway through the show, there's, like, a big turn, and we're like, but you know it's killing you. Yep. I love that. Chris, call me. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're, if his podcast gets more popular than mine, I, that's not going to be good for our relationship. Oh man. If say. I'm the co-host of both, it will, uh, will You'll really be You'll be put in the, in the middle. middle. Yeah. It'll be hard. Will. <sighs> but let's get started. I'm ready to hear about what a spooky, spooky about? movie that I've only ever seen like two clips of. Oh yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Let's do, yeah. I'm excited. I'm very um, excited. So you guys, like we just said, it's spooky season. Ooh. It is officially spooky season because it's October now. Yes. Like, nobody can argue with me. Nope. In early September, people were like, it's not time for Halloween decorations yet. It's not time for pumpkins. It not, it's not time for pumpkin spice lattes. And I would like to invite all of those people to suck my dick <laughs> because it is officially October 2nd is the day we're recording this. Yes. So it's spooky time. I don't want to hear anything else. Absolutely. That's what time it is. And all those people have just been waiting for that invitation. So I'm yeah. sure they will be <laughs> lining up. Um, form a queue. But no, it's spooky time. Nobody can argue with me. It I'm is. I'm thrilled. It is. And I'm just like now on a high because I love the holidays, but I love all the holidays. Like any holiday where I can be extra is awesome. You really so. are. You're at your peak power uh, you know, like October ho- to December. Yeah, Halloween through New Year's Absolutely. is really the time of the season. I I love it. I just love to celebrate. I love themed cookies. I love, I love the new things that come out in CVS, mm-hmm. like the little sections where yeah. you can get like a scented candle, but also like a fake garland of leaves for your apartment. You do a great job, like yeah, seasonally decorating. So I love it's it. like a gourd makes way to a turkey, makes way to a tasteful Christmas. I made treat. like a spiced um a butternut squash soup the other night. Amazing. It's just it's a good time for me. It's a good time to be Allie. What are we talking about? The, the exorcist. exorcist. Right. No. Um so because I'm so fully festive I've been forcing Chris to watch scary movies with me. He does not like scary movies. Um, but I mean, sometimes I watch like music documentaries that I don't want to watch. Um, it's a, you know, it's a compromise, people. Um, but I'm I'm also like so easily spooked by things that yeah. I, I really don't like scary movies, but I want to watch them. Mm-hmm. Like I get so excited to watch them. You never watch scary movies. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm too afraid of ghosts. You're very afraid of ghosts. We've talked about this. And the other day I showed him The Exorcist for the first time. And I couldn't believe he hadn't seen it before. Um, he'd never seen The Shining before either, before I showed it to him. Oh my, I'm surprised he's never seen The Shining. That feels like the kind of thing that, like, his filmy friends would have yeah, shown Yeah, exactly. Him. Like, you just gotta... There's a couple ones that, even if it's not your thing, you should just see them to yeah. be part of pop culture. Yeah, you should just know the zeitgeist. And The Exorcist and The Shining are two of them. Um... But it reminded me when we were watching it that my parents told me about all this spooky stuff that happened before, during, and after the filming of the movie in the 70s. Ooh. Like a ton of people died. The whole set burned down. Oh my god. A lot of stuff happened. Damn. A lot, mostly those two things. But it's a lot of stuff happened. So 
we're gonna get into it. Are you yes, excited? I'm so excited. So many spooky things happened because it was a spooky movie. Yes, spooky, spooky. Um, so let's set the scene. The Exorcist was released in December of 1973, and there will obviously be spoilers, but you've had 50 years to see it. So yeah, it know. feels like you're bad if you I don't know how the yeah, Exorcist exactly. ends. Um, the story is about an actress who is shooting on location in Washington D.C. and is living temporarily in Georgetown with her daughter Reagan. It's it's like more. I don't know who the protagonist is. Like, Reagan gets possessed, but the mom's dealing with it. Yeah. So I think it's the mom. It's probably the mom. Um, or the sexy young priest. Yeah, him too. <laughs> he dies. Uh, so so he can't. You can be the protagonist if you die, but it just feels less. I think the mom is. Ellen Burson, I think, is the protagonist. That's not really necessary to know. But Reagan, the 12-year-old girl, finds a Ouija board in their rented home and then starts using it. Or she uses it one night, and then she starts, like, acting weird. Mm. And then she starts acting really weird. And then in, like, 15 minutes, she's just completely in the clutches of the devil. That was quick. That's a quick... It really is a turn... It's a quick turner. Like, there's <laughs> one scene where she, like, pees her pants, and she's 12, so everyone's like, honey, are you okay? And she's like, you're gonna die tonight, or something like that. Like, something kind of ominous. Yeah. And then, like, in the next frame, she's full, like head whirling around oh, man. vomiting the pea soup stuff like devil works quick i mean oh if, if we know anything about the devil <laughs> the devil is a lot like meth in that like not even once not even one time <laughs> is what we would say not even near your just because your friends want to try it no not even to look cool no you know and none of that gateway stuff like harry potter books none of that either owning a black cat it's pretty much the same thing yeah Okay, so um, at first they think she's hallucinating a possession, like she's there's something wrong with her brain, mm-hmm. um, and they go to every doctor in the country, and they're all like, we don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> she just seems evil. We don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. And one of the doctors says, um, well, if she believes she's possessed, you should have an exorcism because that'll trick her brain into thinking everything's fine. I follow that logic. Maybe. And the mom, Chris, played by hysterical Ellen Burstyn, as I said, is like, okay, well, her bed is, like, floating up and down, and she can spin her head (laughs) all the way around like an owl. So, like, TBH, maybe she is possessed. Seems like a pretty real possession. Yeah, so she's like, I guess six of one, half dozen of the other. Like, I'll just have an exorcism, and if it works on either way... And then she, be great. then she says, it's time to call. And she looks directly into the camera and she goes, the exorcist. And then... Um, bum <laughs> Yeah, that's... And the that's the end of the movie because she said the thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, so she's like, I'm going to go find a priest. She finds a couple priests. They exercise her. <laughs> and by that, I mean they get her on an elliptical yep. and like teach her how to exercise. Oh, that was a joke. That was a bad joke. Um, like but they that. like die in a fit of sacrifice to save her soul that's the movie. That's pretty much the whole and movie. And that's the movie. Does it work? Do they get the devil out of the She's woman? fine. Yeah, right. they die, I think. The priests? They, like, fall down the stairs. I knew the old priest died. No, I think they... I'm Do they both sure die? They both I believe die. you. I'm pretty sure. I have not watched the movie um, in There's, its like, entirety. a whole B-plot about, like, the, the boxer priest who looks like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and, like, his mom's dying. I don't... Nice. I don't care about any of that. No, not important. Um, But, yeah. Oh, also, I have been to the staircase in Georgetown... That's next to the house where it was filmed. Ooh. Where, like, they fall down the stairs and die and stuff. It's like a tourist destination in the D.C. metro area. I bet it is. So that's fun for me. It was fun for me. <laughs> and my crazy mother who dragged us all there. Who was like, I want to see the exorcist steps. <laughs> and my dad was like, okay. <laughs> 
So this movie was marketed as a supernatural horror movie, the likes of which no one had ever seen before. So before it even came out, everyone was like, oh my god, this is going to be wild. This is going to be really fucking It was already kind of taboo because it was religious-y. Yeah. But people didn't really know what was up Mm -hmm. until they got in the theater. Um, So yeah, like people were lining up around around the block. Theaters were selling out shows. It was craziness. But when people saw the movie, how do I explain it? It's like, it's like that scene in A Bug's Life when the, um, the, the, the grasshoppers are like coming through the ceiling and they're all like, ah, ah, and it's like a million ants and they're all flipping out. That's what everyone in the 70s was like. And oh, it's wow. Because it's like the 70s. Like, it wasn't like the 40s when this happened. But basically, what you should know if you haven't seen it is there's a couple of scenes that were particularly shocking. Mm-hmm. Like Linda Blair, who's 12, masturbates with a crucifix. So I get it. That's a bold one. <laughs> That's a bold one. She, like, tells a priest to fuck her. She, like, tries to, like, force her mother's head down her vagina and is, like, perform cunnilingus on me. Oh, she wow. doesn't say that. She yeah. says something a lot dirtier because it's it's not her. It's the, it's devil, the devil. So you can't fault and her And the for devil, that. I've always heard the devil loves getting his pussy licked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you hear all that, which nowadays... What? Just another Tuesday afternoon for us, Absolutely. for us modern gals, right? No, but no, that at is the time, stuff. a nineteen seventy three audience. They were, let's just say, taken aback. <laughs> so there were reports of people fainting in the movie. There were reports of people vomiting, like multiple people vomiting at a time. Um, there's also a scene in the movie where Regan, the young girl, has a very graphic and realistic cerebral um angiograph which is where they like i don't even want to describe it it's basically like a catheter that they stick right into the middle of your neck so they like pull out um uh what is this like your voice box one of your veins oh jesus and they stick a catheter in it so they can see and it's kind of like a they take like a photo or an x-ray it's not an x-ray no it is an x-ray it's this it's this horrific medical procedure that they like show in graphic detail so people were like throwing up over that they were fainting over that people were screaming running out of the theater it was crazy some people even said that they had heart attacks and miscarriages because they saw the movie um i don't know if any of that is proven but bananas but it's wild either way bananas no matter what yes um is what any monkey would say (laughs) bananas no matter what the whole world (laughs) was just, like, going bonkers over this movie. It was, like, the most dastardly film there ever was. And they even banned it in a few countries, including, like, the UK gave it an X rating, so it wasn't allowed in movie theaters. Wow. And people would have to, like... There there were, like, bus tours organized to take people to cities that were playing it. Oh, my God. Because people were so obsessed with seeing it, Of course, yeah. As soon as you can't do something. Exactly. So, bananas. Obviously, the movie is scary, but quite a few unnerving things happened as they were filming it. So this gets into, like, the real spooky stuff. Oh, no. Because, like, the movie's spooky, but, like, this is real life, right? Yeah. And real life is, as we know, the spookiest. That's very true. Um, That's... A non-spooky thing is that William Friedkin, the director, was just, like, a total dick the entire time. I find uh, total dick spooky. 
That's fair. Um, I find them just a little bland. But he had, like, big Kubrick energy. Like, when I talked about what Kubrick did to poor Shelley Duvall during The Shining. He would fire guns behind the actors. Like, actual guns. I hate that. To scare them for scenes. And I think one of the actors was like, I'm an actor. Like, I don't need you to fire a gun behind me. Like, I'll do the thing you need me to do without a gun. Um, And he wanted to see everyone's breath so he refrigerated the set to the point where like um their their sweat was like freezing onto their skin and one time he slapped a priest in the face oh my god i think it was a fake priest still but it could have been a real one you can't slap anyone who's like dressed like a priest even you shouldn't slap anybody you can if they do something wrong which (laughs) they have okay so besides that ellen burstyn um was pulled too harshly on a harness during a scene where like, possessed Reagan, Mm -hmm. throws her from the bed, like, throws her across the room. Um, And that resulted in a back injury that affects her to this day. Wow. Yep. And then also, as I said, while they were filming, the set they were using as the home of where Chris and Reagan lived caught fire, and almost the entire set was destroyed. Wow. Except for... Reagan's bedroom. Shit. Which is where the devil was supposed to be. The bad shit goes down, yeah. Fuck. So, like... That's spooky. It's wild. Yeah. It's spooky to me. Um, Alright, should we move on to death? Death. Oh, yeah. People, of Feels human, like it's... Of human people who died. It's about time. Which is sad. Um, so, this is from <laughs> huntakiller.com, which... Sounds so, like, wildly uncredible, but, (laughs) like, when have we ever been... I trust it. ...credible. Um, So this is what they say. Ellen Burstyn claimed that nine people were killed during the making of the film. Actor Jack McGowan, who played Burke Dennings, who was, like, a pretty prominent character Mm. in the movie, died from a heart attack related to a case of the flu shortly after completing finishing his work on the set. Vasiliki Mylaros, whose only role was in The Exorcist, also died during post-production from natural causes at age 89. Actor Jason Miller's toddler son was struck by a motorbike and killed during filming. Oh, God. Other deaths include Linda Blair's grandfather. That's not really, I mean, it's a grandfather. Um, it's not that it's not sad, it's just not He was not sad. <laughs> a night watchman, a special effects expert, and a cameraman's newborn baby. Damn. So just, like, everyone was kind of dropping... Yeah. Around. That must have made it for yeah. a, a weird vibe on set. They also say Mercedes McCambridge, which what a name. Um, the voice actress who played the demon that spoke through Reagan. I always wondered how they got her voice like that. And then I was like, it's someone else's it's voice. Somebody else's I was voice. surprised that it was a woman's voice. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised about that too. It sounds like an old, old English man. Yeah. Um, it's the creepiest voice I've ever heard. But um, so she... Play the demon who spoke through Reagan, and she experienced a real life horror movie of her own in 1987 when her son killed his wife and children before turning the gun on himself. Oh my god. An extra in the film, Paul Bateson, was a real life x ray technician at NYU Medical Center where the scene was filmed and played the same role as an extra. So he was already like x ray technician. Yeah, he, knew he was how like, to do I could be the movie. Um, Bateson was found guilty in 1979 of the murder of film critic Addison Verrill, whom he stabbed in the heart and suspected of killing at least six other men and disposing of their bodies in plastic bags found washed up on the Hudson River. Oh my God. Bateson admitted to several killings. He killed one man by crushing his skull with a metal skillet. Jesus Christ. He was just an extra. What the fuck? And an x-ray technician. I hate him. 
like, I don't think of that as a particularly... Like, violent job. Violent job. I guess if you want to see people's insides, and then maybe one day you're, <laughs> like... like I want to see what's inside of you, but, like, right now. Well, like, so immediately. You murder them, and you dismember them, I guess. Oh, God. Um, they also say, reports from the crew recall seeing objects move about on their own, most notably a telephone used to communicate on set that rose from the receiver and fell multiple times. Due to eerily... Eerily events? Eerie events? Well, it says eerily events, and that's why it's huntakiller.com. <laughs> Due to eerily events and feelings all around, director William Friedkin asked religious advisor Reverend Thomas Birmingham to come on set and perform a real-life exorcism. <laughs> Reverend Birmingham at first refused, saying it would only make anxieties worsen. The fire occurred the next day. Jesus Christ. Prompting Birmingham to return to the set and give it a blessing. He's like, might as well just... Um... Like, the devil was like, oh, yeah, you don't want to do anything? I'm going to light the fucking house on fire. Yeah. Um, and stay out. So, yeah, like, this movie is wicked cursed and super disturbing. And I think everyone should watch it and see if terrible things start happening to them. Jesus Christ. And if they do, send us an email and we'll read it uh-huh. <laughs> on, on the air. We'll no. read about your misfortunes. Honestly, though, if, if people t- ever sent us a story about, like, real spooky stuff that really happened to them, I would not want to read it because I would get too spooked and it would freak It'd me out too, too much. be too spooky for you. Yeah. When it's real people Especially if me. we told them to do it. Yeah. I don't like that. You don't want to use a Ouija board together? Never. On the air? No. <gasps> that should be our Halloween episode. Absolutely not. Oh, that would be so good, No. Though. You know how afraid I am of no, ghosts. No, I know you're very afraid of ghosts. It's my most irrational fear. Um, I, as a Catholic, am afraid of burning in hell, but... That does not bother me. It amounts to the same thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's me. Damn. Fun, right? It's so spooky. I really want to force you to watch it with me after this. Ugh. We'll see if I get you to. Another movie that's kind of similar it, that I've heard stories from is the set of, like, Poltergeist. Yes, I've heard things happen. That had a, you should do that, like, next time. God, I thought you were going to talk about Mama again. No, I'm not talking about Mama again, but I, it did spook me. That's Sam's most spookiest movie. Well, it's because I haven't seen that many scary movies because I know I'm not strong <laughs> you enough. You were forced to see Mama. I was forced to see Mama. Not that scary. I didn't like it. It affected you. It really I did. I will say that it did affect you. I'm going to have nightmares tonight just hearing about all this stuff. I'm sorry about that. Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that's the takeaway, right? The things I do for you, the listeners of this podcast. But yeah, that's the takeaway, I guess, is trust in Jesus. And he will provide after a lot of other stuff goes on. Um, I mean, yeah, he shall not stray from you if you shall not stray from him, I suppose. That's what if I was never with him? But I haven't strayed. I think that that's fine. Great. Then help me out, J-Bro. Does he answer to J-Bro? You're going to have to ask him. But don't call him that, just in case. (laughs) Christian listeners write in. Will that work? (laughs) You're like, my gut instinct is no, he doesn't like that, but give it a try. Yeah. Um, Man, thank you so much. But also, no thank you. No thanks. Oh my gosh, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about vaping. I'm going to talk about vaping. Oh my god. (gasps) Something that I've willing, like, I very willfully refuse to take in any information about. I know. I just am so not interested in this. No. Well, and then well, great. I'm glad you talk about it. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recognize that as I was saying it, how rude that was. No, but just like, I actually really want you, because you say things in an interesting way, to make me care <laughs> about this. Because it's been such a hot button in Massachusetts in particular. Yeah. And I'm just, I've just been very much like, why are we talking about this? And I know there's a reason. Like, I know it's, different than nicotine. Yeah. Like, there's something happening 
But I just haven't had the chutzpah to, like, get yeah. out there and really figure it and out. And I don't even get that deep into everything. So, like, just there's... tell me about what you there's know. There's more to learn about vaping. But let me tell you what I know. Uh, youth trends. They're everywhere. <laughs> um, I am not an old crone woman. I am a youth. So I can totally explain things like this. Greetings, fellow kids. <laughs> Literally, that's me. Lol. Uh, today I want to talk about vaping. Uh, I don't want to. I feel I must. Uh, because... <laughs> it is your duty. Um, I have found that all the news about vaping, for me, is very confusing. Like, I'm just like, is it bad? Is it not that bad? Is it really sending kids to the hospital? Are those kids just stupid? Like, yeah, that's why I'm zoning out. Because I'm like, is it just more, like, jelly bracelet nonsense where people are like, the children are going to yeah. hell in a handbasket? Like, I can't tell. They're beezing. They're beezing. <gasps> I don't think there's enough material about beezing for <laughs> us I'd to make it. I to talk about it. I tried beezing. I tried to bees. I remember that. Didn't work. It didn't, it didn't really do anything. It hurt my eye a little yeah. bit. This mild irritation. Maybe for our Halloween episode, we should just talk about spooky youth trends that aren't real. Beezin. Beezin. We've talked about too many of them for us to make a lengthy article. Um, alrighty. So, the first, let's talk about vaping then. The f- important first thing to know is that vaping did not start as a hot teen trend, but as a tool for old people. That's right. The youth appropriated this from us. Uh, us. Of course they did. The ancients. Um, so vaping is really just another word for the use of e-cigarettes, which is something that I certainly, like, don't always think about, and I think we forget sometimes. Like, vaping is literally just slang for using an e-cigarette. Like, it's, that's like if you started saying, like, oh, I'm getting mixy tonight when you go out to get mixed drinks instead of shots, but, like, you're still drinking. I had no idea that that was the case. Yeah. I didn't know that. Vaping is literally just the use of e-cigarettes, but it's like a cool, sexy word. It got rebranded. It literally did. I think of e-cigarettes, I think of like, I don't know, some like... Some dumb. Dumb grad student in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Sorry, Tampa, Florida. But But, I mean, come on. But yeah. (laughs) You know. But no, so exactly. So the modern e-cigarette was invented by a lifelong smoker. His name was Han Leek uh, in 2003. Uh, Han's father had also been a lifelong smoker, and then he died of lung cancer. So Han was desperate to quit, but, like, he couldn't. Nicotine is addictive. This shouldn't be news to anyone. Right. Uh, so he tried to quit cold turkey. He couldn't do it. He tried the patches and the gum, but they just didn't feel the same as smoking. So he just kept smoking, and he knew it was going to kill him. So he invented this new device, um, which he called Ruyen, which means um, in Mandarin, like smoke. And all e-cigs are now at least partially based on this design, which is a really simple system of a mouthpiece, a cartridge, which stores a liquid that has nicotine in it, amongst other things, um, a heating element, a microprocessor, and a battery. And that's all it is. That's an e-cigarette. That's a vape. Great. That's what it is. I'm still getting over the fact that e-cigarettes and vapes are the same thing. They're literally the same thing, right? I did not know that. That took me a second, too. I was like, no, vaping's the youth trend. And I know. I don't I think like, I'm no. there yet. I'm thinking I'm going to need a couple more minutes to be like, oh, yeah, no. That's that's crazy. That's all that is. Um, so how do these work? Basically, you have an e-cigarette, a vape. You, the user um, inhales and, like, a sensor activates the heating element. And then the heating element atomizes the liquid solution. Um, or a lot of them can be manually activated by a push button. And the liquid reaches a temperature of roughly like 212 to 482 degrees. And it creates an aerosolized vapor. That's the other thing about vapes and e-cigarettes that is not true. A lot of people say they're just smoking water vapor. Um, they are not. 
it is um, aerosol vapor, basically. And it's that stuff in aerosol form that you are smoking. It is not water vapor. Yikes. So when the user inhales this aerosol, it feels a lot like smoking a cigarette. You've got that same hand-to-mouth motion. You've got that same, like, inhaling of something and then exhaling and seeing seeing the cloud. Um, so it feels so similar to smoking. It's a really easy thing for a cigarette user to switch to. And e-cigarettes shoot off a lot less ash than a traditional cigarette. So if you are choosing between a traditional cigarette and an e-cig, it is much better for you, in theory, to choose the e-cig. Is that real life? Yes. So there are, we haven't studied e-cigarettes enough. Um, We'll get a little bit more into this later. It seems like, yes, it throws off way less ash than a traditional cigarette does, which is the shit that gets stuck in your lungs. So that is good. Got it. That does does not mean that you are not inhaling anything that is bad for you. Got it. Um, And it does not mean that there's not like unintended consequences of, you know, using the aerosolized vapor instead of the traditional smoke that we don't know. But in theory, it is a much better solution. Got it. For smokers. So it's, there's a lot of anecdotal stories about people who have tried to quit cigarettes for years and then through e-cigarettes have finally reduced their nicotine intake, if not entirely, then by a ton. And that is great. That is the intended purpose of an e-cigarette. That is why this guy invented them. Gotcha. That's good. Yeah. Um, And that idea is called harm reduction. So it's like, if we can't stop you from smoking, we might as well reduce the harm that smoking will cause you, e-cigarettes. Right. Um, So why am I hearing all this stuff about the dangers of vaping? Well, Allie, it's the youths. Those pesky ones. (laughs) The youths, you see. E-cigarettes were practically made for the iPhone generation. Oh, no. (laughs) They are cool little technology that can sync with your phone. They have fun tastes like Candy Crash and Lava Flow. You look really cool blowing out the smoke. And they're so much better for you than traditional cigarettes. It doesn't even feel like smoking a cigarette. It's just like water vapor. It's a vape. You're vaping. It feels totally different to these kids than those anti-cigarette messages they've been hearing for their whole lives. Which they have been hearing for their whole lives. But they haven't been hearing, like, your jewel pod is bad. Is jewel the same thing as vape? I sound a thousand years old. No, no, no. Yes, it is. It's the same? It's newer technology. The pod is, new, is like, kind of the newest form of e-cig. Um, but yes, it's the same thing. It's nicotine. So what they're doing is e-cigaretting. Yeah, they're smoking cigarettes. <sighs> I can't... Oh, I have to read the news more. I know. I Well, I didn't really, like, again, like... In my brain, I guess I would have, like, eventually said, like... Is this why baby boomers are so ignorant? Because, like, they just <laughs> they, they just get frustrated when they don't yeah. understand something, so they don't the listen youths, to the news. The youths just keep renaming things. <laughs> it's like, how and do I keep, keep up? It keeps us on our toes, <laughs> you have to admit. What is a vape? Um, so, now again, the youths are feeling like this is not a big deal, it's just water vapor. It's not water vapor. Um, it is e-cigarette liquid that has been aerosolized. The majority of e-cig liquid contains nicotine, but it also contains, like, glycerin, artificial flavors, tiny amounts of toxicants, carcinogens, heavy metals, metal nanoparticles from, like, the heating thing. Like, parts of that metal you are inhaling into your lungs and other weird substances. Um, And that's no good that you're inhaling that into your lungs. 
And moreover, and perhaps like the bigger problem in reality, is that it is getting a brand new generation hooked on nicotine at a very young age. Yeah. So when you and I were growing up, when we were in middle school and high school, there was like anti-smoking ads everywhere. And like, I didn't even really know anyone who smoked, for real. Like... I did smoke for a couple of years. Yeah. Um... But as we've as we've discussed at length, I was just so desperate to be a cool baddie, and I was a big nerd at any cost. Um, I didn't smoke with any regularity, but I did smoke. Yeah, with my friends for a couple of years. There you go. I I didn't. I did pull a Bill Clinton though. Do you know what I mean by that? No. Bill Clinton did you come on a woman's said, dress? Yeah, that's <laughs> me and my friends would do that together. Um. No, I I had asthma and I would get really embarrassed uh, of coughing in front of like my cool older <laughs> friends. Yeah. And so I wouldn't inhale. Oh, and Bill Clinton is famous for saying, I think like, oh, I smoked marijuana, but I didn't inhale. And everyone's like, <laughs> Bill, come on. Um, but it was, even that, like it wasn't, it was only like, I don't know, every so often. Yeah. It wasn't fun for me. I was just trying to be cool. But... I don't know. It, it wasn't it. It wasn't something that a lot of people were doing. Yeah, and I think the messaging was so clear about it too. Like, like, it is bad for you, and you were learning that. No I was, question. You were learning that from like elementary school health class. Absolutely onward. Yeah, smoking is bad. Totally. But now vaping has become really trendy, and kids are not thinking about it the same way. An adult world hasn't caught up with kids, so they haven't been saying like, "And a jewel is a cigarette." And like, it's the same. It's the same. Which, like, again, like, there's nuance there. But, yeah, it's the same stuff. It's nicotine. In essence, it's the same. So they are smoking a ton. It's really easy for them. And they get addicted to nicotine at a really young age. And studies have shown that, like, the younger you get addicted, the longer you end up smoking, the, like, harder it is for you to quit, the more likely you are to die of smoking-related causes, lung cancer, like, other bad stuff. So for a while there, consistently, like, youth smoking rates were going way down, and it really seemed like we had kind of... Because it wasn't cool to do it. Because it wasn't that cool to do anymore. Um, and you weren't allowed for a while to, like, show someone cool smoking in a movie. Like, you weren't, you know, celebrities weren't allowed to endorse smoking. I think in general, it also, we're from liberal, godless Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, here, at least. I mean, I knew a lot of people who smoked. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't judge anyone for doing that, obviously. But... Um, I think it was shown and kind of marketed as, like, low class. Mm. Like, something that poor people do. Yeah. Like, that was something that I think was marketed very heavily at us. Of, like, oh, it's icky, it's gross. People who do it are gross. Yeah. Um, And I internalized that kind of later in life. And then started questioning, like, wait, stop. That's not true. Like, why why are why are we getting that messaging? The rich and the poor can both be addicted to nicotine. Yes. Um, But... Um, In the last few years, because of vaping, they have found that, like, estimates of teen smoking is up 20% in the last, like, five years. Whoa. When it had been declining for decades, it had been on the decline. And now because of the popularity of these vapes, it's gone way, way up. We gotta get those, like, MTV commercials. I know. Remember those MTV commercials? It was like truth. That's what they were all called. They were all called truth. Yeah. <laughs> and they would come on in between your like binge marathon yeah. of my super sweet 16. Yes. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah. I know. I already know this. I already know this. I know. Um, another thing just to keep in mind, uh, if you hate capitalism, is that Big Tobacco loves e-cigs. No. Um, because 
because no one just like really understood them, they have none of the advertising limitations that cigarettes had. So back came celebrity endorsements, back came like ads at like a low level in the store. Like that was banned for a while. You couldn't have like cigarette ads that were like low enough that a kid, they were at, at eye level with a kid. They had to be like high up on a wall if you had like a poster. And that's interesting. Yeah, because they didn't, because back in the day. Children can move their necks though. Did they know? No, no, no. They know that. But like back in the day when cigarettes were king, they would have like the Marlboro man and like that camel that smoked. And they were like literally cartoon characters that they would on purpose put Got the it. poster at child level. So like. Come here, little toddler. Literally. So they banned people doing that so it wouldn't seem as sexy to kids. So at least, like, they'd have to make the effort of looking up to see the cool camel with sunglasses smoking a cigarette. Got it. I haven't seen, like, ads anywhere. Really? I have. Where are they? Um, Late Night TV used to have a lot of, like, e-cig ads where it would oh, be, like... Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about smoking ads. Like, cigarettes. Oh, no, because you're not allowed to advertise Yes, yes, that's what... It, no, but I, I'm just not very aware. But, yeah, Jules. Yes, I've seen that. Jules, you can advertise. So Big Tobacco loves it. And also, if you get a kid addicted to nicotine, maybe eventually they'll be like, I'll just fucking smoke cigarettes because I need my nicotine fix. <laughs> so yeah, might as well just hop into that. If that becomes cheaper, if you yeah. become, you know. We're back to the Marlboro Man, baby. Uh, one more thing I should just put out there, which I did not do a lot of research into this aspect of it. It's a really big aspect. It's a huge rabbit hole. Maybe Chris will come on and talk about it. Nicotine is not the only thing you can smoke out of a vape. So a lot of people have THC liquid that they'll smoke, a.k.a. ganja, a.k.a. (laughs) weed, a.k.a. marijuana. Yeah, right. Um, A.k.a. The good kush. That good kush. Great. Um, That, that they, that you can use these, these same vape pens, these same basically e-cigarettes for if you buy the THC liquid as opposed to like the nicotine liquid. Right. Um... It is a lot of people that I know, like I know people who use these. Um, it is very easy to use. It doesn't produce the smell that like traditional methods of smoking weed does. So a lot of people like these vape pens for that reason. And so it's really easy if a kid gets into like doing a jewel or that kind of thing for them then for them for I can't speak. For them then to. Yes, for them then to switch to THC oil. Um, and we can debate all day, like, how harmful weed is versus nicotine to a child. Um, but that's just something to keep in mind in this whole discussion. Yeah, it's part of it. And it's also letting them smoke weed easier and more secretly because the vapor, uh, disintegrates really quick and doesn't smell. Yeah, if kids are gonna be smoking weed these days, I want them to do it the way... That their old grandpappies, yeah, Sam and Allie did it in middle school, which is you know, very in a very conspicuous, easy to catch kind of way. So you can't do it that often. Yeah, but literally, kids like not necessarily with THC liquid, but like kids will vape during school because it's so easy to because you can you can just have it up your sleeve. You smoke it and you just blow it when the teacher looks. Away. I did know one kid who had a vape. I sound like a, an ancient dinosaur. Yeah. He had like a vape. It was like, oh my, this is driving me crazy because it was huge. It wasn't huge, but it was like a box. It looked kind of like the size of a cassette player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, it, had a, it had a straw. It had like yep. a plastic straw. Um, 
And we were all like, whoa, it's so cool. And he would put it in a McDonald's cup. You told me this. And poke the straw through the top of it and suck on it during class. Um, which we all were like genius. <laughs> That's the coolest <laughs> Award this man a prize. But um, to think that that was like my version of like this little jewel pen, like that's the that was the coolest technology we oh, had. Yeah. It, that's so funny that like we got typewriters <laughs> in that way. You really that's did. That's so funny to me. Um, but so okay, maybe jewels and vapes are just a phase for these kids. It's not. Nicotine is addictive. Right. Um, but maybe it's a phase for these kids. And in a few years, they will grow out of childish things, and they will not suffer the negative consequences of being lifelong smokers. Problem with that is, some of these kids are already facing the consequences right now. Oh. There's been a million news stories lately, a ton in Massachusetts, like we were talking about, but all over the country, about kids who are sent to the hospital because they're having such severe lung problems due to vaping. Oh my god. Like 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Wow. There was one video I watched where it was like a 16-year-old, and he was like, they told me I have the lungs of a 70-year-old. <gasps> oh my god. From just over-vaping. And so the CDC recently did a study into these lung injuries that are coming from vaping pretty directly. Um, and here's what they found as of September 27th. So very recent data that we've got here. So the CDC had found 805 lung injury cases reported from 46 states and one U.S. territory. 12 deaths had been confirmed in 10 states. Oh, my. Um, so on, they received data on 771 of those patients. And of those, 69% were male. Uh, 69, nice, but also bad. <laughs> but also, oh my god. Two-thirds of the patients, um, about 62%, were 18 to 34 years old. And of that segment, 22% of those were between 18 and 21. So young. Damn. And then 16% of the patients were under 18 years old. They were literal teenagers. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, so they'd already gotten to that point yeah. at that age. All of the patients had a history of e-cigarette vape uh, product use. Um, and the latest findings associated with the e-cigarette use suggest that the products containing THC play a role in the outbreak. Okay. Um, that could be for a couple reasons. It could be something to do with aerosolizing the THC, and we don't know what that does. It right. could have something to do with often kids are buying, like, um, black market THC oil packs. Because, like... Yeah, God knows what's in it. Yeah. You can't just sell them, like, normal. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, weed is not that big of a deal in terms of, like, nobody should be pro-clutching over it. It shouldn't be made to be illegal. Like, people should be able to use it if they want to. But it's not good for you. No. Like, nobody's saying that it's good for you. Yeah. For some people, it's really good for you if you have, like, chronic pain or, you know... Mm -hmm. um, People use it to treat epilepsy, but, like, a lot of times, like, certain medicines are bad for you in some ways mm -hmm. and good for you in others. Yeah. Like, it's not good for your body to do any yeah. drugs. And like you nicotine, just because someone who is an adult chooses to smoke it does not necessarily mean that a 14-year-old should get that choice. Yeah. That's the thing about age limits yeah. <laughs> on that stuff. Um, and so, just a little bit more into these numbers from the CDC... Um, within 30 days of the symptom onset for these patients, about 77% of them reported using THC-containing products, and about 57% reported using nicotine-containing products. Mm -hmm. um, so there's obviously some overlap there. Um, a lot of people do it for both. 
Um, but it's really, really clear that like these people are getting sick because they are vaping and because it is so easy to vape. It is easy to vape constantly. Um, just when I was talking to Chris, I didn't even know this. He illuminated this for me. Apparently, Chris has been doing a lot of work covering <laughs> yeah. vaping in Massachusetts. That's why we keep bringing up his knowledge about the subject. <laughs> Chris loves to vape. Yeah, he can't <laughs> get enough of it. No, apparently there's like, um, there's something in your brain. Chris explained this better. We should call him in. You guys, something unprecedented is about to happen. And that's, that's that I have phoned a friend. We have a surprise guest right now. So I was about to tell that story about the thing I was introing. And then we realized I didn't remember that much of it. And Chris, the guy who told it to me, was here. So, folks, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, Allie's partner, Chris, is here. Yay! Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you you seem very natural in front of that microphone. My Chris. mom is going to freak out when she listens to the Claire episode. Gavin is going to flip her lid. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, Chris, let's get down to it. Tell the listeners that story that you were telling me. Oh, the one about the, the vaping thing from before? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, well, it was just something that I'd come across when I was working on something at, at work. And, um, someone I was talking to who's an expert in, uh, the medical field, uh, told me that, um, e-cigarettes usually contain something called benzoic acid, which basically is this chemical that these companies add to e-cigarettes and vape products that lowers the pH of the aerosol. And what that effectively does is your brain has triggers that, would otherwise identify a high pH level of something that you inhale or ingest, I would assume. And that way there's a warning that says you should stop doing this because it's dangerous. But these e-cigarettes have this chemical that lowers the pH and then you can just keep doing it over and over with no warning. Like if you were to smoke a pack of cigarettes or 12, you would get nauseous and that's your way of your body telling you to stop. But that's not the case in uh, a lot of these vape cartridges. Yeah. And that's why fucking kids who are under 18 years old have the lungs of a 70 year old because their brain never tells them. 24 hours a day. Because they can just keep and no one notices because the vapor dissipates so fast. It doesn't smell like anything. (laughs) Or they put it in the McDonald's cup. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. I love when you use your sexy NPR voice. Ew. <laughs> Sam feels uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, get out of my chair, Chris. Right. Get out of her chair. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. Yay. Everybody thank him. We want to have him come on and do something newspaper related. Yay. He just gave me a look like, I have to do what? <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. You thank leave. you very much, Chris. We have to leave the studio. He can stay in here. He just has to be silent. <laughs> he has to be completely silent. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Love you. Great. Okay. okay. Glad we got. Glad we got to have like a live quote. Yeah, that was amazing. Because we could have, I guess, pulled that quote from the article that he wrote, but it's it's nothing like the real thing. It's better to have the real thing. So yeah. So that's just again. I was saying, big big tobacco loves e-cigs. That's another fucking reason they can put whatever they want in these cartridges. Don't the youngs hate the youngs? <laughs> Don't the youngins? That's better. Hate capitalism more than we do even. But they love jewels. <laughs> they love jewels. Oh. So, yeah. So, that's really bad. There's even been some data suggesting that people who vape, uh, in my notes it says vapors, and I just got confused. <laughs> uh, people who vape are extra susceptible to things like the flu, perhaps even more so than traditional cigarette users because of what this vapor is doing to their lungs. Um, but unfortunately, the problem is more complicated than just 
ban vapes because like if we're going to ban vapes why wouldn't we just ban cigarettes all nicotine products if vaping can really reduce harm for long time smokers shouldn't we give them that option must the youths ruin everything it's really really hard it's hard mm. to figure out um canada has a lot of good reporting on this a lot of the youtube videos i watched today were from canada and they're like they were really debating between permitting e-cigarettes as a way for longtime smokers to reduce their nicotine intake and banning them because young people were starting to use them yeah, to get addicted to nicotine. Interesting. And they were Paradigm. they literally put out a statement that was like, we have to side with the young people and protect them. So we're gonna ban e-cigs because Because of that. Because of that, even though for someone who's been smoking for thirty years and desperately wants to quit, this might be their only way to reduce their nicotine intake. Yeah. She's I, complicated. I, I understand that. That's very complicated. So um, I would love to hear from anyone of you guys if there are any regular smokers or vapors amongst us, which I am not. How can we help the youths? If there's a we youth. Don't, yeah, but we don't judge anyone doing no. anything. Just like we wouldn't judge anyone who's, you know, there's just no judgment here. Yeah. There's, there's interesting things coming out about what it is to your body that... You know, it doesn't have to be a judgmental thing to no. learn more and more about what people are doing and how it affects them and how it affects others. Yeah, and like so. and like we said earlier, if you're in, if you're an adult and you want to vape and smoke traditional cigarettes and do weed, like do all of those things. But we just when we're talking about a fourteen year old, that's a different context. You know, it's yeah. just hard. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Sam. I feel so much more interested and. <laughs> like drawn in by this now just because I was I don't know I I don't know why I was so averse to learning about it maybe because I thought I knew more than I did and I didn't there you go so thank you for slapping some truth across my noggin always happy to do that for you baby Mm. but yeah that's uh that's vapes (laughs) those are the vapes thems are vapes thems are vapes um Sam do do we have time for a listener story I don't know what do you think I I think we do because we we haven't done one in so long yeah been going long Yes, we do have time. Let's we do, do it. We do have time. Let's do it. I am so excited because I think we all remember the penis swastika. I remember that. Story yes, I love that From our that dear one. friend Sam, other Sam. Other Sam. Sam has another one for us. God, is it another Tinder date? Because if so... It isn't. You must get on Bumble. I asked her maybe <laughs> to write um, a column. Or, or to that. at least begin a blog. I would love that. Because I would like to just know more about her life. <laughs> I know, really. She sounded so um, awesome. So here we are. Um, she wrote to us uh, early in September. Hey, gals. So I was debating telling you about this one, but it stuck with me for months, so maybe you'll find it as horrifying as I did. I decided to treat myself and get a massage. I'm so for that, Sam. Me too. I love that for you. The only available masseuse was a man. I'd never gotten a massage from a male masseuse, but I like to think I'm not one to discriminate. So I was like, fuck it, and scheduled the appointment. I feel the same way. I feel more comfortable. I just feel more comfortable with a woman touching my body. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd also be comfortable with, like, anyone who's not, like, a large white dude just touching my body. I don't know why. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Some complicated social stuff in there. Yeah. Um... So the day comes and everything is fine at first. I ask for medium pressure because I'm a sensitive bitch. Same. (laughs) And I get deep tissue. It seriously hurts. He's pressing me into the table so hard I can't breathe. And to make things worse, he's trying to make small talk to me. Ugh. So of course the hot ass weather comes up. And I mentioned a thing I saw that said it was 98 degrees in Alaska. We're all going to die. I'm horrified. Yep. And I say something to the effect of, 
that damn climate change. And this motherfucker says, oh, I don't know about all that. This bitch doesn't believe in climate change. (laughs) He's not even a good masseuse, and he doesn't believe in climate change. So I pivoted back to Alaska and somehow get on the subject of Bigfoot. And I'm like, LOL, right? Bigfoot, how silly. And this guy stops, gets real still and real serious, and says, deadpan, oh, I 100% believe in Sasquatch. You know he's serious because he used the term Sasquatch. Exactly. And then she's like, what? So he proceeds to tell me, still smashing my spine into oblivion, (laughs) how he came face to face with Sasquatch. He was walking home one night in his hometown in Oregon and saw one cross the street in front of him. So that's well and good. Fine, whatever. But this bitch really could say Bigfoot exists and climate change doesn't. (laughs) What the fuck? Anyway, I'm shooketh. Hope you like this weird encounter. I think I just need to avoid white men at all costs. But shouldn't we all? Thanks, XOXO Sam. Uh. I he's can't got, believe this happened to you. Uh, poor Sam. That <laughs> I seems, love what she said. She's like, you believe in Bigfoot, but not, not climate change. change. Oh That's my got gosh. similar energy for me to my Uber driver who told me God and the devil it are real. absolutely <laughs> reminded me of that when I read it the first time. Um, Sam, oh, Sam. I... Just wanna I just wanna know more about your interactions <laughs> in this world. Um, thank you so much for writing in. If you guys have a your horrified story, um, please send those to us at um I'm horrified podcast at gmail.com. We are we are desperately awaiting. We're tingling I with anticipation. Them. Send them to me. Send them to us. Unless they are about a haunting that you experienced, in which case you can send that to Allie's personal account. I am not interested in seeing it. You can, I run our account. You can just send it to me. I'll weed them out. I want to listen to them. No. Um, any any kind of hauntings you've experienced, I want them. And I'll just record them without seeing knowing. I would love um, that. And I just won't <laughs> listen to that episode of the podcast. I'll just put huge soundproof headphones on you. <laughs> Um, I'm like watching Moana on a, <laughs> on a laptop. Yeah. There's ghosts in Moana. No, those are, that's different. It's not different. Don't talk about Moana's grandmother like that. No, but she is a ghost and it's a positive thing. Like but it's I watched different. Coco, she's, a, she's a spirit. I watched Coco last night. Coco's okay? beautiful. Coco's beautiful. I cry like five different times during Coco. It's I'm, the most beautiful Pixar film. Don't at me. No, I watched Up this weekend too. Uh, I don't know what I'm myself. doing to myself. Why are you doing this? I don't know. I'm not, okay. I'm not saying all contact with the other side is bad. I'm saying that a haunting. I am not interested in a haunting. So don't give me that. But what is a haunting but a spirit but following your journey? It's a haunting. It's a bad thing. But that's like what Moana's grandmother, a huge no, spoiler no, no. for Moana. But um, I would argue that a, that a haunting has a negative connotation. I'm not saying you can never positively interact with the spirit. Okay, well, if I die prematurely, <laughs> hopefully I won't. You can visit me, but just don't haunt me. I might haunt you a little. Just to change your mind, because I love being right, and I have confidence that even in the afterlife, I would love being right. I'm Googling what the definition of a haunting is. (laughs) The Hunting of Hill House. That's on Netflix. It's supposed to be good. It is supposed to be good. I will never watch it. Poignant and evocative. Difficult to (laughs) ignore. That's different. That's a different meaning. Oh, that's the adjective. That's a different meaning of the word. Haunt. (laughs) To be poignant. I'm pretty poignant. Grund or present participle haunting. That's not right. Um, wait, a ghost manifesting itself in a place regularly. Bitch, pay up. Okay, okay, well, just because I disagree with Google Dictionary doesn't mean that... (laughs) The only God that I acknowledge. Fair enough. Um, We can argue about this during the Halloween episode. We we will. (laughs) We undoubtedly will. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you. We... 
oh gosh, we love you guys. We're so happy you're here. Um, so until next week, we hope you stay horrified. Stay horrified. Ooh, it's spooky season. Start to get spooky. <laughs>